0: Welcome back to Severe Case of Indecision, our completely biased opinions, and for once, Ian not screaming during the intro and involving ear rape within the first five seconds of your listening experience. Thank you, Ian, for finally calming down. We appreciate it. Dear, dear sincerely the listeners. Thank and you. are listening to Sound Audits. Did I already say that? Well, you're li- still listening to Sound Audits, so. Um, thank you for tuning in today. How are we doing today, Tyler? Or tonight? Lovely. I should say. It um, feels so late right now. It does.
1: And I know it's not, but it feels late
0: yeah also i apologize if you hear any background humming because my room is so fucking dead ass cold uh all the time because it's not insulated properly because the architect dude was like nah th- these rooms aren't gonna have to be insulated that much because it's gonna be summer all the time and then it wasn't
1: <laughs> <laughs> you live in maryland so
0: yeah yeah uh, actually like so many people who worked on this house like it, it wasn't my parents fault which I mean they were they built their own house but the people who oversaw it like the fucking landscaper out back was like yeah these bushes will do just fine and now it looks like f- <clears throat> the bushes were like way too big for <laughs> the pathway outside and you're supposed to see the entire hill but as Tyler knows that my hill is just over I don't even know there's a hill there I can oh, see <laughs> past the off. bushes <laughs> Anyway, I, uh, I was, as I was saying, there's a heater pumping So if you hear any background noise, that's my heater heating up this cold-ass room The floor is so cold, I can feel that cold air coming off of my floor But anyway, what time is it, actually? 9.42, it's not even 10 o'clock yet And it feels <laughs> like 1 in the morning But anyway, uh, what are we reviewing today, Tyler? We today we're track. talking about the album Assumed Form by James Blake Clink I'm gonna steal your water <clears throat> anyway okay so where were we assume form yes we were talking about assume form by james blake now this is um the new album from james is his fourth studio album, i know um so and it was released i guess when this comes out um what will it be two weeks from now so it'll be it'll be released it will have been released about two months ago um so it's not completely new in the scheme of the year but it's still pretty new as an album so we're still going to talk about it anyway but uh james blake for those of you who don't know is an electronic artist james blake litherland by the way actually should i say um is an english singer songwriter multi-instrumentalist and record producer from london um, he was born in 1988, and his first album, which was self-titled, uh, he released in 2011, um, and his debut album sort of put him on, along with the big single off of his debut album, The Will Hide Scream, um, put him on the map, and the critical... And um, just overall appeal of the album that it had for people really, really kind of propelled him into the the public eye. Um, So he has been very, very closely monitored in the electronic industry for a while here. He's certainly turned more than a couple of heads, and he has changed the game quite a bit. Um, He... Under his Wikipedia page, it says that he is an electronic artist, an R&B artist, a UK bass artist, a soul artist, and a post-dubstep. That is what they put him under, and I agree with all of those. He blends quite a few different sounds, um, and not only has he done a lot of work by himself for his own projects and stuff like that, he is... Um, Very, (laughs) people are are grabbing for him for his production skills every which way. He's worked with the likes of Mount Kimby and Bon Iver on he's he's kind of featured on them and um, I'm sorry, am I talking too loud? Okay. Uh, He's kind of been featured with them. I think he's worked with them before but he's also worked behind the scenes on projects for people like Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce, and Vince Staples, and Frank Ocean, and Travis Scott, um, so, yeah, um, yeah, he's got he's, full he's kinda, at this point, yeah, he is he's got it made, he's working, and once you've, once he, he's worked his way up into the upper echelons of, people will, he's an electronic producer, and people who do hip-hop want him really bad, um, so, he's, yeah, he he's good at what he does. Um, and, I mean, across the board uh, with his albums, he's been pretty consistent. I think the one album that people were iffy on was Overgrown. No, not Overgrown. Overgrown was good. But The Color in Anything um, got some mixed reviews. But um, now that his fourth album, Assume Forum, is here, people were definitely very hopeful for it because he's shown a lot of promise. Um, in the past, so I certainly was very interested. I didn't know very much about him going into it. Um, I just know that some people were going nuts over this because he was fresh off of working on Astroworld with Travis Scott, which that received a lot of hype in 2018 that was
1: all over the place probably one of the biggest albums of 2018 yeah
0: and let's be honest we're top 5 i don't think there is a person in the US who does not know what sicko mode is at this point i if there is i am so sorry you poor soul you've been living under a bigger rock than i have but um anyway um and i think one of the lead up singles to this album also featured uh, both Metro Boomin and Travis Scott, so um, it had people pretty hype. I think for what he was doing on this. So
1: yeah, those are some big names that I mean obviously draw attention, but are probably gonna like rapidly increase the sales of a song that people yeah. otherwise would have just looked at as just another another part of the album.
0: Yeah, I, people who are hip hop heads are immediately gonna look at that one song and be like holy fuck I need to listen to this both Travis and Metro Booming on one song hell yes um, and I know people who are like only listen to hip hop who were listening to this entire album just because of the one song so there's that and let's be honest here like the hip hop industry at this point is one of the biggest areas of music because it's taken hip hop has taken over mainstream completely seriously it's taken over the top charts it's taken over the billboard it's taken over everything when it comes to like popular music when it used to be like what who used to be on the top charts there were people the likes of justin bieber and carly ray jepsen yeah and uh there were also like britney spears or madonna or uh well madonna's old school but taylor gaga taylor swift uh all of those types of people that used to and Justin Timberlake just you get what I mean all those people who used to be in that kind of pop vein um and now it's it's a lot of hip hop and R&B on the top charts um which is interesting to me it's kind of it's kind of just shifted i i wouldn't i couldn't really tell it's, you why it's moved but, from a the, i
1: think just the masses taste in music has moved from a poppy Catchy chorus sounding um, format of song to more something resembling more um, uh, certainly a heavier bass. Well, more, yeah, and actually, actually, honestly, honestly, not so much the format of a hip hop song. Like the format of a pop song is still the same of mm-hmm. what plays on the radio, but the sounds have changed from more uh, synthetic sounds to more rough cut. Um, hip-hop sounds that you'd get out of a mm-hmm. beat maker not then,
0: i don't i think i still think they're pretty clean but i i actually i wonder if it's because um well i guess a perfect example of had, that would we've be had Post this, we've had this cycle of music that goes around the mainstream because i mean there used to be what was what was considered mainstream music back in like the 70s let's get real here it was classic rock it was people like who were on the uh, Elton John Billy Joel um i guess the 80s were more journey and van halen and um uh I hate journey. led zeppelin and aerosmith and all of those kinds of people that was popular music and then it sort of shifted um into the, <laughs> the edgier uh, uh 2000s period Um, when you had Linkin Park on the mainstream radio. And then it transitioned into popular stuff. I guess the radio and popular music sort of takes a cycle because I guess people can't remain on one sound forever. Let's get real here. If Carly Red Jepsen or Lady Gaga was played on the radio every day, well, they are played every day, but if that was it for the rest of time, like Ed Sheeran on all those top top charters that... um, dominate the top charts forever then people would it would get stale so it, it does kind of make sense that it would shift over time does um, get
1: stale with people like ed sheeran when you have a song that blows up and is played eight million times like shape of you i i don't want to remember that honestly. do you remember when that happened yeah, oh, yeah it happened with um someone like you by adele mm-hmm. do you remember that hello was bigger yeah, but L- I wasn't listening to the radio at that point. Yeah. I was, I was past the radio. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is awful. Never again.
0: <laughs> never again.
1: Never again. Never again. When, I, was I mean, the last, just... when was the last time you used your radio in your car when you were driving or you were controlling the radio? Because I, other than using it to used...
0: hijack the channel for that whatever the fuck that thing is like for, like just hijacking radio stations. If that doesn't count, though, that doesn't count. Um, The last time I listened to a radio station, I might have been listening to, like, the classical station or something, like, a few months ago. Probably not by myself in the car, though. Probably with my mother. Okay. Because at this point, I even will, like, put my phone
1: on my lap playing music out of my phone speakers than listening to the radio in my car. Yeah. I can't stand the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I, I relate. It's very trashy. Not that there aren't good songs that play, but listening to one good song in every thirty-minute session of the radio, where half of that time is spent. It'll listening ruin the to ads, song for you. It's rough. It's rough.
0: It'll ruin the song for you. Like it ruined every single edge here in the song off of Divine. Back Divide when I used to just like,
1: wasn't inop- oppressive at all. Impressive. We not, don't even need not, to remember not that. Not oppressive. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, where were we on this album?
1: I don't know. We just started talking about something.
0: Yeah, let's get into what we liked about this album, shall we? Okay. So, getting into the gritty of this album a little bit here. This album is If I Wasn't On The Eraser by Thomas York. Um, um, I'm never prepared whenever. I don't know why I don't pre- get myself onto the albums and stuff beforehand, probably because I just don't give a shit, but, um, and because I know you guys think it's hilarious. Um, this album is 12 songs long and 48 minutes long. Um, so, I mean, it's not, no, I'm not going to say that. It's actually like, um, it's a pretty lengthy album with some pretty like longer than usual songs on it. Um, the album is pretty standard.
1: Twelve isn't short, isn't long. It's kind of in the middle. I
0: know, but forty-eight minutes in twelve songs—what will, will we do that? What's the division? No, for forty-eight
1: that? minutes in twelve songs is definitely. um...
0: That's like four minutes a song if you divide that. So yeah. That's not like too too long. But still, in the it's grand scheme of things, than, let's than let's be average. honest here. Yeah, there are some there are some albums that'll reach like twenty two songs and they get like thirty eight minutes or something like that, and it's like, really, man, you couldn't squeeze more material out of this. But all this all of these songs feel like complete ideas, which is very very rare for an album these days. At least one all, like I I feel like 9 out of 10 albums will have a song that's like a minute and a half long and that feels like just kind of limp. Like yeah, you could you could have done more with this, man, before you released it on an album. I agree. I feel like this is out of the albums I have listened to
1: recently, like Mint, was very good. Um, With that, yeah, in the in the planning. But I think that, like in the grand scheme of things, this album knows what it wants to be. It knows what it is, and.
0: Very, very rare. A lot of the albums these days can't focus on one thing because people are very, very focused on appealing to a mass audience, which this guy, don't get me wrong, incorporates a lot of different sounds into his music that could appeal to different people, but he does them in a way that you would least expect it completely. Um, He takes the sounds of the... Uh, hip hop and he takes the sounds of R&B and soul and neo soul and other shit like that and he melds them all together into one song and he takes the weirdest parts of every single one and he puts them into a song uh, cause you get some weird ideas on this sometimes they don't pan out as well as others but a lot of times they're just I, I love them Um, at least the- he's
1: going against the green. Yeah. I'd much absolutely. rather see someone try than put out something that's been done.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't feel like too much that he's before. trying too hard. I feel like there's one song where it sticks out like a sore thumb, which is the title track. But where do you want to start? Can I can first we... song. Start with assume form. You go ahead and talk about assume so form. So the then. first I mean, the first
1: time that I listened to the album, um You thought it I was, was driving, atrocious. Driving, no, no no I didn't. I was driving somewhere and I was listening to it but I don't. I don't remember what I was thinking about, but I had something else in my mind, so I was like half paying attention to it and listening to it the first time. I didn't get excited about it, and I think I, I either texted you or I called you. I was like, "Are you sure you want to do the James Blake album?" And you're like, "Yeah, it's good." Yeah, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll keep listening to it then." That's probably like four or five songs. I think
0: that was yeah. right after we were actually recorded a podcast. But I, I s- think was talking. But I certainly,
1: certainly about it. didn't uh, give it. A fair chance And then I li- I started I started listening to it again Like a few days later And the first song Played again And I was like Ooh
0: The moral of the story here Is <laughs> don't be like Tyler And actually listen to an album When you put it on Correct Yeah Cause when you only
1: When you When you aren't There's a difference between Being an active listener There's a difference between Listening to something And hearing something Whether mm-hmm. that be When somebody Is Talking to you And you're either actively listening to them and processing what they're saying. Or it's or kind of just
0: going in one ear and right out the
1: other. Exactly. Or you're hearing them, which is completely different. And it's the same deal with music. It's the same deal with movies when you're watching yeah. something. It's the same thing with anything.
0: I'm going to talk about more of a assumed form actually in the next section. So if you want to talk about Are assumed you? form. Are you? Yeah, I am.
1: So I think I think that assumed form is a bit lengthy, which obviously I can say in the next section. It's... It... it I think it goes on a little too long, but
0: this, yeah, the song is four, uh, yeah. four minutes and fifty seconds. I, long. I think
1: that the song goes on a bit too long, but I think it's a good way to to open up the album because it's kind of appropriate. The, the, I, the, I will give Yeah, it that. the way that I look at it is that he he starts he starts off this album, and the entire album is like so, it's like a sort of confession, and listening to him in the very first song you can hear him like unraveling layers that he's going to present throughout the album you hear him it's almost like a thesis you hear him stating exactly what this is about what is going on and then the rest of the album doesn't stray away from that a whole lot but instead it adds upon it yeah just like if you were writing an essay it's kind of the same deal it's like it's it's honestly a good opening yeah so I think that I think I think that uh, – oh, and and he kind of unravels a little bit of his personality within the, the first track, which is, is good for someone who doesn't know an artist to kind of get to know them a little bit through their music. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Just like how, you know, Ed Sheeran has little terrible raps about something that's going on in his life, and you're like, oh, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. I... <laughs> now, a little Looking bit, at you, now I know uh, a little what's bit the... more about Ed Sheeran. N-
0: new man – the, the yeah. song off of Divide, Yeah. talking about like his bleached asshole and stuff like yeah. that, and yeah, that one. Anyway, I want to talk. I want to start with song. the third track actually. Skip to it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. talk about Tell Them a little bit because this song I liked quite a bit. I actually did not know that this was featuring featuring Metro Boomin as well, but it is. Um... And this song, I feel like, exemplifies very, very well what you will hear on the rest of the album, as well as assumed form. Um, I just feel like this song is a little bit more coherent, Um, but... the feature on it the the Moses Sumney I guess you say how you say his name I his voice is unlike any it's very very high pitched and kind of back in the throat so it sounds like really scratchy but I do like the way it fits over top of the song and it's over this very very it's not somber but it's kind of foreboding it's got it's a very very minor sounding song it's um but it still, like, drives, is the thing. It's very dark, but I, I do love the aesthetic of the song. Um, and especially with the repeated mantra uh, that James Blake, when he finally comes in on the song, he says, I didn't plan to stay. And he kind of just, it kind of fits into the groove of the song. And it very, very, it flows very, very nicely all over all of the weird shit that he's doing with the instrumental and the very, very dark and... Um, really really it's a it's a chord progression that you really w- wouldn't hear many other places i don't I, <laughs> it's kind of it, it's it's a it's a chord progression that you'd only hear in this kind of music like i feel like electronic music allows for so much more than other genres does um but do you, do you have anything to say about that what do you about think about the lyrics on the song the lyrics because honestly
1: I might have to bring them up in the next section. They're not impressive. You think? No. I feel like a lot of the lyri- like okay, I don't want to crap on this in the good section, but I'm we're here so I'm going to say it. I think that one of the biggest drawbacks to the album is the blandness in his lyrics because he relies on the aesthetic and the sound of his his songs.
0: So yeah, like, I feel like some people could take that as, oh, he's fitting more into he's the sound hiding, of the song. He's like, hiding behind his sound and being I, an, I an amazing producer. Um, um, so, like, I feel song, like the opening—I thought, I thought that the song overall was good. I enjoyed it, but look, when you, take I'm looking a, at the opening lyrics right here, and it—it's it, kind of, it's at points, it's kind of poetic, like just squandered, no, look, squandered look soil. That. That's kind of cool. Squandered soil. Look, look that's kind of beyond cool. that. Can't return the sacred time you steal your theft for is the way you feel. Let's
1: just look at this.
0: I didn't plan to stay long. This... I didn't plan to stay long. I didn't I didn't I find... I, it's maybe kind it's kind just of, me. Maybe I'll have to go back and listen to the track again, but I did like this track. Um, maybe the lyrics could use some work, but honestly, I feel like kind of the sparseness of some of the lyrics uh, adds to the aesthetic. Um, could be just me as well. Maybe I'm just a fuck boy, but,
1: um... Can we talk about number two, because I know you skipped over it, and I have my problems with it. I do, too. We can talk about number two, though. I I feel
0: like this is a... I mean, Travis Scott is pretty alright on it.
1: Yeah. I agree. Travis Scott had... honestly had good bars, but I
0: think... Coming from you, that is a compliment and a half. Wow. Travis Scott should feel honored about that. Wow. It's not too often. (laughs) Gone you, of the days. You liked some bars by Travis Scott. Okay. Okay. Wow. Don't make me take it back. Okay. I'm okay. I'm just gonna keep to myself then. Go ahead. Um.
1: I th- I think that this is probably my favorite beat on the album.
0: It's nice. Would you it's really really nice and spacey and
1: yeah. it's trappy
0: as well. But yeah. I mean, it's 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 nice. I do. It's like fun. It, it sounded um, very
1: good in my car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and your car speakers sound like
1: ass, dude. Better than yours. Depends on which
0: car we're talking about. Better than any yours. No, it's not. Well, I uh, oh, Never mind. Great, the the Ford that I have is actually pretty good. The sound quality and that is decent. Great better, great though. truck. It literally just sounds like it's the sound is coming through a closed asshole. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it is. Most of
1: your cars sound like they're swallowing sand producing sound yeah pretty much yeah yeah.
0: Uh, yeah yeah um Into the Red Into the Red Into the is the fourth track and I feel like I had stuff to say about the lyrics that I liked but I can't remember. And I just know there we really, are. I really I really liked the inst- I, I mean it's just weird like the rest of this I'll, I I really want to talk this the the next track really stood out to me Barefoot in the Park featuring Rosalía. Oh my god. It's like it's it's weird but it's catchy and it's open and it's spacey and it surrounds you in sound Rosalía sounds amazing and she even sings in Spanish sometimes which I don't know why I love it when people sing in different languages. I just think it sounds so pretty. Like there are some languages that I really like the sound of. Some people really like the sound of French. I don't like the sound of French that much. I like the sound of Spanish. I like the sound of like Icelandic. I think that's a really pretty language. Mm, um I, don't I even like, know that. I like the sounds of I was going to say something else. German is abrasive. I don't like that sound. Um Italian is nice. Spanish is nice, of course. I like yeah, the sound I'd of say Italian
1: and Spanish. Um or I actually
0: like Portuguese. I really like um uh Oriental uh languages as well. Like Japanese. Japanese is a pretty language. So is Chinese. Like Chinese is a nice language. What? Really? You, what, you don't like Chinese? No. I really I don't no, know. Like, I, I'm just talking no, no. about it on a song. When I I'm, like
1: Okay, when I'm thinking about nice sounding languages, I'm not thinking anywhere near Japanese. That's like very
0: Maybe it's just me. I like the way it sounds. Over, I'm just thinking of this what, a Haru Har Haru. Maybe namure.
1: I don't know. I gotta
0: listen. Haru to Haru Namori is Japanese. the girl that I'm thinking of right now. I she just literally just raps in Japanese, and it sounds amazing to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but um, I bet that does sound cool. It does. It. Does. I'll have to show you something by her. Okay. She actually. That's a that rap. I that can that's, see. That's really good. Spanish anyway, is my I, favorite. Barefoot in Spanish. the park doesn't even start out in English. It it starts out in Spanish, and that's a plus for me. I because I can't tell what they're saying. Dude, I really don't care what that. they're saying.
1: I'll translate. Play it. I'll translate it.
0: Uh, well, I mean, you can just right, read
1: hold it. On. Hold on. I'll, I'll read it. Staring at the ceiling.
0: Agujerto del silo. Right? Silo? Kilo. Silo. Where are you looking at? The Ag- second line? No, the first one. Agu Del Del Celo, Celo.
1: Okay yeah. El Brillo De Dios Tyler here speaks
0: Spanish That's What does it say?
1: Yeah. I don't know The rest is very The second one is And Part of me Part of me In your pocket
0: Yeah I don't I don't think you're reading that right Could No I think I am Okay Well Maybe
1: um, Put part of me in your pocket
0: Barefoot in the park I just love the, the chorus is so sticky Even like for how weird sticky. the song is Like it just sticks Like stick it in your head Like it It's smooth It's smooth like melted butter Okay I like I'll it I'll take your word for it I, Barefoot in the park is a fantastic When I first listened to the album I must say that Barefoot in the Park was one of the big high points for me. I love, I love, 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 love that song. And I mean, so many of the songs after it are great too. I mean, Can't Believe the Way We Flow is super. Wait. <laughs> what just happened? That's <laughs> um, the cue, the window shut down thing. Da 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 da. <laughs> you
1: were mid-success
0: cue blue screen what happened command prompt kind of just air I don't know uh, but I do like how spacey and he uses a lot of vocals I feel so smart in these glasses I keep th- having to keep adjusting them I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever wear glasses but I'm wearing them right now my eyes are I wonder what happens if I that's weird I want them back on
1: Basically, now if he takes them off, his eyes are broken.
0: Pretty much. Okay. Um, He's very vocal sample driven a lot of the times, is what I was saying. Uh, And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was doing. I was thinking about what the song (laughs) sounded like, and then I just (laughs) fucking trailed off. I'm sorry. But uh, it starts off... I love the way the song starts off, because it starts... It completely changes. Like It starts off with the um he pitches the sample really really high so it's like really fast it's like i can't believe the way and it starts off like really fast and then it just immediately pulls back and then boom it just can't believe the way we flow and then it's super groovy and spacious and you're just gonna have to listen to the song because i don't do it justice at all i am no vocalist um are you in love um. No, I think I'm gonna skip that one. Where's the catch? I want to talk about this. Where's the catch? Featuring Andre Three Thousand. Wow, 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 and more wow. This like barefoot in the park. uh really caught my attention. My first listen to uh the first time I listened to this album, um, mainly because. It's so, like, catchy and groovy, and the piano, uh, the, the piano sample that he has, the dun 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 like, it, can, it just helps the flow of the song, it's like... You just nailed that. No, I did not. Yeah, you did, that's exactly Hold how on, it wait. sounds. I wonder if the thing... That's not the piano. Is this actually picking up in the microphone? get copyrighted now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the piano sample. And I, I actually hope that shows up in the... Does it show up in the audio? Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's the sample that drives the song, and this, it's really, really... It's kick-driven.
1: Dude, it's, we literally need to start doing that. Whenever you want to talk about a part of the song, you just sit down at the piano, and you're like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: I like I'm- that, but Andre 3000's verse... Oh, it's like it's so the song is very very it, the groove really relies on the bars and the vocals and the um and the instrumental finding like a pocket and halting at some points and that's what Andre three thousand just oh my god the groove of this song is so incredible and then it kind of has a a gear shift at the end where it kind of fades out on this vocal sample for, like, five seconds, and it's just blank space, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then the music comes back in, and Andre Thiel is like, and everything's is full, everything oh, Yeah, I love it. I love this song to death. Um, um, I'll come to... Oh, fuck. I mean, hold on. Give me two seconds. Can you cut this out real quick? I need to... I'll come to... This song is very, very weird in the way... Of his vocals, um, and I—it starts off. This is a very—it's a lot of the songs on here are very euphoric, um, and it starts off with this uh, really, really high pitch reverbed out vocal sample, and it sounds super, super spacious and nice. And but his vocal line does something weird theory-wise. I've realized I'm playing with this table, and it's probably being picked up in the mic like shit. I don't hear it, but I might later. Fuck. I'm sorry. It's I'm getting okay. really excited talking about this. It's okay, um, but he his vocal, the 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 the, uh, the vocal melody. The, what the? F- it must be too late for this for me. I'm not used to record. The only uh, podcast that we have ever recorded like this late was the XX one, and that was the second podcast that we ever did. Let's not remember that. For those of you who haven't listened to that podcast, don't go back and listen to it. <laughs>
1: wait why did we record
0: it that late what I just remember it was fuck why did we record it that late I was probably just sleeping over it. that was when we were just kind of doing it for like we were fun just, yeah I
1: mean still for fun I mean
0: part. it's still for fun but now we realize that we have 400 people listening or 200 is it what is it what is it now
1: uh, what, was it, what
0: was it the last time you checked
1: the last episode we had had 600 listens
0: you're kidding you're kidding holy shit
1: wow oh my god that really excites me holy fuck it's, you can't really look at the analytics on the app you have to do it through the browser gotcha so
0: that's super cool though yeah oh we love you all of you 600 beautiful people out there yeah. holy I have shit I look back wow. what
1: episode it was like wow. 600
0: wow wow holy shit all of you no it was I Mint. Mint
1: Mint had like 620 I don't even I don't care I if checked. it's like
0: 100 that still blows my mind yeah is that you <laughs> Why? That Rubbing. Oh, Christ. You scared the shit out of me. But his vocal... Does Jesus he, Christ, I'm getting so off course. He throws, an a- like, an animal in your room? Yeah, I thought it was, like, my dog licking his balls or something like that. Like, that's usually what it is. It's either him, like, just nibbling at his asshole. That's what he does. <laughs> that kind of sounded like that. <laughs> I love my dog. He's the dumbest thing on the face of the planet, though. Yeah, but Um, when
1: he's in the corner snacking on his ass crust.
0: (laughs) He cracks me up. Anyway, uh, his vocal melody, like I was saying like two fucking minutes ago at this point, uh, I have to keep adjusting these glasses. I feel so fucking smart. Um, It's very, very unusual in that he flats the seven of a major scale, which for all of those who know theory you know that there is no flat 7 in a major scale yeah, that makes no the dominant um so it it just it, it adds it makes for a very very it kind of it kind of threw, threw me off the first time i listened to it at the first part of the track and i was like okay this kind of doesn't make sense and even when i go back to it it's like a little minor thing though so I, it doesn't even really take away that much of the song for me and i just the song is so pretty I, he, he's very good, James Blake is very very good at creating an atmosphere and really really putting you in the mood of the piece that he is making which I really like a lot um and Power On um for some reason this song really reminded me of a lot like stuff off of the Up soundtrack really? if you've Ever seen the movie Up? I don't know, I forget what part of the song reminded the samples. me. Samples. Wait, that actually might have been No, I think it was this song. But I actually want to go back to Alcum Come Too because real quick because the vocal melody on the um on the on the the, the chorus, I guess it's the chorus or the bridge, cuz sometimes it's hard to tell with him. He kind of just flows with the song, but it's super like his vocal, he's I'll go Jesus Christ. Never mind, I'm not even gonna try to sing it. Um, but it's gorgeous, that's my point. Power On again is a very, very pretty song. It's very, very groove driven. Uh like a lot of this stuff on here. I just There's not much to say that I haven't said about the other tracks already. Not that it gets monotonous because he changes it up with the samples in so many different ways that I just love it to death. Um, But yeah. 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 Um. uh, I actually, I think I want to skip to the last track a little bit here. If I remember correctly. Cut this out real quick. I'm sorry. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. Even though even though the last track gets a little bit drawn out at some points because it's the same thing over it's literally just vocal samples and this synth pad that he's using it's still pretty though and it's like it's let's be honest here it's the track is three minutes and 40 seconds long and the entirety of the lyrics is like a paragraph i'm telling
1: you i think he okay i'm not gonna say it okay not gonna I'll say keep it. it in my head yeah i'll wait another the point seconds. is
0: i think a lot of the tracks on here between the beginning and the end like the entire middle section of this album is pretty much just hell yes brother i i enjoyed it thoroughly um i would agree my only just talk okay. about it in the next section okay we'll see you in the next segment where we're back from taking the horses from the stable to the water hole um but anyway where do we want to start with this for i'm going to start actually on the first song uh because i feel like the one thing that or the big thing that this album has going against for it for me anyway is that it's a very free-forming album but it also can be free-forming to the point of incoherency Like, Assume Form, yes, um, it is very, very, it very, very much sets a tone for the album, but it's so all over the place that um, it just, it, it doesn't work for me. It's very, very incoherent. It's like an incoherent thought for me. I don't know what you thought about it no but, i would agree i think i think that it does have this
1: it's, it's stuff going for it but then again it's a strong point and it's a weak point because <laughs> not following a traditional format gives it gives it a vibe that it's something new it's not something you heard yeah. before it gives but it then, unconventional But then sometimes you're wishing that there was a format you could make out what's happening because sometimes this gets a little confusing.
0: Yeah, it's it's and it's not even like because some of the best music is some of the weirdest music. Just some of it doesn't work as well as others. Let me like just say I'm,
1: for a second a lot of times a lot of times you get lost in music like that when it when it's just inconsistent uh-huh. and you almost start thinking I've heard this before. Right? <laughs> you know, this is something like it's already happened, probably on this album previously. Like right. This isn't new. And that's not the case with this.
0: <coughs> I feel like this... Bless whole, your soul. Jesus Christ, that's probably going to... Did that peak really bad? No. Oh, really? Nice. Um. Uh, I actually also want to talk about Mile High. Um, while my Mile High is very, very aesthetically pleasing, um, and it's very, very spacey, and is very, very... It's, it's very, very... Travis Scott has incredible bars... Um, and the production is great. I just feel like, again, the coherency between the people could be better. And I, I, cause I feel like I, although Travis Scott's, uh, verse is great, it, it's kind of misplaced in the track a little bit. And I feel like the coherency between the people could have been better on the track cause it kind of feels Like, three very, very separate things being mashed together. It's kind of like putting three puzzle pieces that don't fit the other together. Like, it's not, like, atrocious. It still works to an extent, but it's not, like, they don't—they weren't meant to be together. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. Um, And then, are you in love? Um... What the hell? Um, th- this 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 song really really stopped me in my tracks for being really really bare bones and minimal because it starts out with just him and his voice and this plinky synth chord sound thing, which I mean is kind of nice, but it just feels such like such a misfit to me. Um, and if you want to talk about some of the lyrics on these tracks, Dude, you can.
1: The lyrics on on this track is "Are you in love?" Do your best impression of me. I try my hardest for you. Are you in love? Are you in love? Are you in love? (laughs) Are you in love? Do your best impression for me. I try my hardest for you.
0: Are you in love? Okay, we get the fucking picture. Stop. Are you in love? Stop. 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 We get the picture. Um but yeah I just feel like that wasn't really a high point on the album
1: no obviously not but this is like one of the shortest tracks on the album is
0: it actually
1: yeah So this song probably was given like some sort of of formatting and I think that just might be his weak point is having structure imagine
0: that that being said one of the shortest songs on here it's 3 minutes and 16 seconds long 17 seconds long so it's really not even that sort of a song yeah it's relatively short It's relatively short in the scheme of this album, but it's not like, it's not a a short short song. song. Um, and don't miss it. Um, again, I feel like it has sort of the same problem. It's not like to the point of assume form where you're like, what in the hell is happening here? It's just, I feel like the incoherency kind of carries through on that. And even on the last song, um, it doesn't have those problems, but it has a different one. Um, I it, actually in that I, I do i didn't like the last track what i did like the last track a lot no. no, no, honestly, no. i man. was
1: no i wanted to t- say um for don't miss it i actually did like the lyrics on on it um i else then. hold on at one point he goes i could avoid going outside wasting my life 2020 sight, standing in line the 405
0: oh yeah hey you whore i'm sorry, I'm sorry. That I'm sorry. shit off i'm sorry what the fuck do you think this is <laughs> I'm sorry i was just reminding myself jesus christ i need to take notes again
1: he says i could avoid going outside wasting my life 2020 sight, standing in line the 405 coming to life anything i like i could switch off whenever i like i could sleep whenever i like i could leave in the middle of the night and i was like shit dude high five same i'm thinking i agree with you
0: <laughs> whatever the hell you're saying, I agree with it. I like it.
1: Yeah, I really resonate See, that's the, with that phrase. Yeah, that's the way I felt when I listened to
0: Nicki and the Minaj for the first time. No, I actually feel I positive fuck about drink, this. Eat my ass like a cupcake. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I relate to you on that's, a personal that, level. That I don't know what my... eating an ass like a cupcake is, but yes, that is my my language. I need that in my life. Whatever the hell that is, you are speaking. E&E's. directly to my soul. Oh. What? What? <laughs> Never mind. I just feel like uh don't miss it kind of just didn't work. Actually production-wise it kind of felt schizophrenic yeah. as well. No, this was like, the
1: one song that I think was held back by the instrumentation yeah. and the uh
0: and I all don't, of the effects I don't know like, so I much be be the, be yeah, be
1: I don't think that the be singing be was too <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think that the singing was Accurate too hot on the song, but the, I, the... the It's not even poetic,
0: I just like the lyrics on it. Okay, I, I get they that. They were a little outside I, the uh, box, and I Lullaby, appreciate that. Lullaby for My Insomniac is the last track. It is almost four minutes long, it is literally just his voice in the synth pad. That being said, the aesthetic and the vibe is so pretty, and his voice sounds amazing, and all the harmonies sound great um did did love this song a lot and he uses his voice as a pad a lot uh where he kind of just swells these chords of his voice into the mix which kind of sounds really really cool to me but hey that's just my shitty opinion so i actually did i didn't have like too too much to say that was wrong with this album it's it was stuff here and there um that I feel like could be better but as an electronic experimental R&B UK based whatever the fuck you want to call it album I did like it a lot I I I must say I must say I was impressed overall with this album I'm impressed too but it's could be it still could be better but what that was my chair oh <laughs> my
1: my <sighs> <clears throat> My personal, my taste, personal in music, music, taste
0: in music
1: me- is <laughs> certainly not on the electric side. I appreciate more instrumentation. Oh, yeah. So, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for is that is this something that I'm going to put in my personal library and come back to? Probably not. Maybe a few tracks. But this is a, it is a strong album. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm definitely going to it. to say it as it is. There's just going to be the majority of people that are going to find a lot of merit through this. And I'm like so picky when it comes to music now. I'm realizing really? that, like, as I've listened to so much, yeah. Just as like,
0: you listen to more and more, I kind of just like
1: a lot of things you you realize. see things re- repeat themselves, yeah. and you're like dude I heard that from this band sometimes though year. I
0: find myself when I even when I find repetition of music like people almost blatantly ripping other people off sometimes I even don't even care because I like it so much like I feel like I've, I actually I found
1: um if you're blatantly ripping off someone you better do it better than they did
0: yeah well I mean I blatantly ripping somebody off is taking it at to John Bellion
1: in the song Money Right
0: that's a Kanye West song legit I know Absolutely, le- legitimately, that is actually a Kanye West song. Um, but I was—I w- was going to say, I've—I've f- I've been listening to a hell of a lot of indie rock lately, and although the genre—the genre, the genre itself—is having, um, it's basically got its fucking dick caught in a bear trap right now. Yeah,
1: crisis, 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 yeah. Aborted.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like the 6.5 earthquakes that were hitting both Alaska and uh, Jap- Japan at the same time. It's like the the big tsunami that hit Japan. How long ago was that? Indie music? <laughs> no, the tsunami that hit... I for, just forget. Like, the earthquake that hit... I, I can't remember. Anyway. If I'm being um, honest,
1: I didn't even know that happened.
0: It was years ago. Um... But I found, um, there was, I mean, indie music, a lot of the things do end up sounding the same, but a lot of it is just so pretty to me that, dear God, do I love it. Um, I actually just wanted to shout out this one person's track because, dear God, do I love it right now? I actually, it's not here. Hold on. It is, oh, Bro, I actually thought this. Who are you promoting? What? Who are you promoting right now? On this James Blake record, I just wanted to say that uh, Valhalla by Ruth Lauren Ruth Ward. Oh, yeah, uh, I listened to that. That's really good. That song That's is really good. insane. Her voice is incredible. I love it. Go listen to it. But also, go listen to this James Blake album because it's definitely worth a listen. But we will see you in the next section because we love you all. I taking pictures off the wall. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. What? Never mind. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So, what was your overall on this album, Tyler, as you yawn?
1: Warm and fuzzy, but not cooked all the way through. Kind of medium rare, almost well done. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly medium, though. Maybe medium... (laughs) Yeah, I'd say medium rare. It's pretty good. I'm medium exhausted rare. right now.
0: I can tell. I
1: feel yeah. like I just got to the top of Everest, and you're, like, looking at the view.
0: Tyler, See you here? sound like you smoked up so hard. Like, I mean... You- Dude, I did. I did. <laughs> cause I'm your bathroom. because <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking over here all spacey like and you're just so angry like i just feel like i want to the top of everest and
1: what the fuck were you talking about with your fingers for a reason
0: medium rare because I like my I like my burger rare, honestly. So do you? Yeah, I do. Medium like to rare, rare. Cut into it while it is medium stole. well, or not medium well, medium, Million. medium, medium rare or rare. That's where I'm. That's where I'm headed. Because I like to the I like the burger uh, to squeal while I'm eating it. Yeah, I like the sounds you of the like calf going down my throat. Yeah,
1: you like to cut into it while it's mooing. Yep. <laughs> 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 Dude, there's a,
0: down the... I like my meat like I like my, uh... I guess the analogy would be women, but... Black? (laughs) (laughs) I like my meat like I like my women burnt to a crisp. (laughs) 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 I love you, Abby. Um He um, burnt uh, little chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. I I actually liked quite a bit of this album, even though uh it's very it's very low key at points and it's very, very spacious and it's very open and a lot of it can be incoherent at some points now I agree I liked it a lot overall
1: I thought it was very impressive and it's honestly probably the best produced best mixed album that I've listened to the so production far, is so good. It's probably the best mixed album I've listened to so far in 2019, which is refreshing after listening to something like North's Best and having your ears blown yeah. off by the or the Nash of, album. I realized yeah, listening was pretty bad. Too. I
0: listening listening back to the Nash album. I'm so sorry to our listeners that I had to sit through that because I'm so fucking obnoxious. Are you? Yeah, I listened back to it and I just it's not even funny. I just sound like an asshole. If Nash listens to that, I'd actually feel ashamed of myself were you that mean I was that mean I was I was actually really unhappy with myself it was uh, because I thought I thought I kind of resolved it at the end saying like he's like because he's looking back at it he's not a bad guy at all I just don't like his music I just sounded like an asshole that podcast I wasn't happy with myself so I apologize to our listeners you didn't like ask to bury
1: his children or
0: anything though yeah I I, know I might as well have though and honestly, I was basically taking a shit on his songs, which is just as bad as taking a shit on his kids. So, like... Well, make let's better be songs. Yeah, you hear that? People make better kids so that people don't make fun Dude, of them.
1: If you write a song that sounds like donkey dicks and you don't expect <laughs> people to crap on it, don't
0: make music. Yeah. 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 No, I can agree, but I, I don't know. I just... I, I don't know. Um, It wasn't your best. Don't don't take me don't don't take it what I said the wrong way because Nash seems like a great guy and honestly he'd probably be kind of chill to hang out with in person. He seems like a chill dude. I think he smokes mad weed. So I'd put him on speed dial. (laughs) (laughs) You two would get along famously. Just kidding. Neither of us smoke weed. Yeah. Or do we? I did wear the weed hat around campus for, like, a day, and then the joke was over, and I was like, okay, Jared, send this back. Or
1: do weed.
0: <laughs> and it's that's late. been our I episode. Should be,
1: I should not be laughing. At it. What would you rate it? Uh, honestly, I want to listen to it one more time before I give, like, a really accurate rating of what I think, but I, like, I'd probably give it, like a 7.2, maybe a 6.8, like somewhere in the range of that, like almost I 7, it was better than that. or a 7. It's just, there There aren't a lot of instruments in it. And but there's a
0: lot of nice-sounding synths and vocals. Yeah, are, yeah, no, there definitely are. Things. But that's
1: just not what appeals to me as much as organic instruments. Okay, well and i just appreciate that i got no problem with sitting at your thing and making some sounds but i like that integrated in with Mm -hmm. the instruments like even just like a legit drum set would have been sick for a track and he couldn't even give me that
0: (laughs) but i mean it is electronic music but i don't know i'm i'm I'm, I, i myself am a sucker for really good sound design Yeah, I know you are. I am, I... You like soundscapes. I, well, not even just in music, like in movies where things sound just so cool, or things sound so real. Like, holy fuck, wow. Like, when people do sound design for, like, anime and stuff like that, or, like, animated shows or something like that, and the footsteps sound real or something like that, I'm just like, wow, that's a good footstep. That's a good echo. There's some good reverb on that. Like, and even, like, How to Train Your Dragon, like, the dragon roars, I'm like, whoa. How did they... Because you have to think, like, how did they make that a dragon roar? You had to mix some weird shit to get to that point. Like, I'm so many different though. sounds. Huh. Do you, do you do you see what I mean, though? Like, so many different things must have come together. And all right. of the, the thing is in How to Train Your Dragon, all of the dragons have, like, different roars and different right. sounding ones, so they mixed... A medley of different things for every single dragon. Well, like you know how George Lucas made the sound of the Tie Fighters in mm-hmm. Star Wars. No, I don't. Whoa!
1: How did you do he that? He took he took a microphone and jammed it inside of a um a Cam's tiny asshole. microphone, parabolic okay. microphone. He took and jammed it inside of a um what's the thing that plays the, the disc like an old projector? What's that called? Is that what it's called? Do you know what I'm talking
0: about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Film. Yeah, the film wheel thing or whatever the hell that is. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I forget. Okay. I don't know. I don't one of, the, know. I don't one know. of those,
1: he jammed his thing into that so that it made a scraping noise. And that's literally... And it, as the thing spawned... Did he just, and, like,
0: stretch it out a little bit? And yeah, add,
1: like, but that's, more... That's exactly what? how he made the, the sound of the TIE Fighter was jamming see, a microphone in to break a machine and record the...
0: That's, um, see, that's so fucking cool to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just a sucker for that. So, like, electronic music, I'm fine with. But I'd, I'd give this album... Um, as it stands with me right now, um, very strong seven to a straight eight. Solid. Is what I'd give it. Good. That's um, your, one of your highest ratings. I liked that Bluegrass album. Yeah. That Bluegrass album was good. Yeah. That blue and I still stand by that rating because it's, hey look at Bluegrass, but. Do you want to close us out for once, or can I do it? I
1: would love to. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. Uh, follow us at Sound Audits on Instagram. Sound Audits Podcast. Sound right? Audits Podcast on yeah. Instagram. If you go to Carroll Community College, say hi to us because we, we are walk
0: sick. down the Actually, ways. we don't go
1: to. We don't go to Carroll.
0: No, we don't go. We to don't
1: Carroll. want anyone to come and like us. No, I actually, I don't go. actually know go the to... location that we live in. No, I don't be there. I don't know geographical. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. Uh, I actually live in the uh, south of
1: Dubai. I live north of Saudi America. <laughs> no, but check out check out the artist. Follow him. Yeah, at James, James Blake, Blake on Instagram. He's a sick, a very s- very chill dude. He makes some sick music. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I enjoy. I actually new... listened to some of his older stuff as well, like the 2011 album. That shit was good too. So give give that a listen to add that to your library because it's worth it.
1: We have new episodes coming out every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. So check that out. Yeah, and I usually don't get around to. And expect it because we're not going to miss a week yeah. all year.
0: All year. Perfect schedule. Perfect schedule. So far, we Unlike have a perfect year, score. Yeah.
1: We have a 100% right
0: now. Hell yeah. I actually i I want to get to a point where we have enough stockpiled that we can post like an extra one for one week. Like just a bonus one. Like five cool. a month. Five a month. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'd have, anyway, to, we'd have to think about though.
1: Ian and I have a fat episode of How to Train Your Dragon to go watch. Yeah. So we're going to sign movie. off here.
0: We're
1: going to do a movie review. What time is it now? 11.12. It's
0: 11.12 and it was, what, 9.54 when we started this episode. So yeah. you're welcome. We love doing these, though. Thank you guys for making this possible. We love you all. Well, Ian
1: loves you enough
0: for both of us.
1: I'm just here to smoke and make jokes.
0: Tyler can go suck his own fat big toe.
1: Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye.